All right, welcome to Noob. We have a great show for you today. We have uh, Colby a Good Read. We have Rockin' a Hard Place. We have a big show announcement, Mo. So we are going to dive right in right after our favorite song. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I don't want a showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in the cellar full of trillion beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years. Would I ever drink a Michelob? Oh no. They might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm, what an elegant species. Hey, you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it. Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast if you like to wait two hours for one growler you come to the right place and if you need someone to mule your beers mo's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach now that's commitment and that's the difference between ben mo and you so up your vocabulary and grab a beer because this is noobed correct noobed this is noobed this is noobed this is noobed correct correct hey yo welcome to noob this is episode 24 mo Ken Griffey Jr. We were just talking about it before this. This is the 24th week, right? Or maybe 25th week or so. I think I think we've kept it to the week. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, so I think this is the, maybe the 25th show. No, it's probably the 24th show, but like 23rd week. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, so something like that. Bad. But anyway, 24 in the books. Yeah, not too bad. We have a great show for you today. Uh, we have a big tablet, so I'm just gonna get right into it. Uh, we start off, as always, with what are you drinking at local releases. We talk a little bit about some uh, some cleanup items here, little Rhode Island tribute. We have the Proclamation opening, also Buttonwoods Brewery opening, which we'll talk a little bit about. We have Cold Beer Good Read, favorite segment, and uh, we're bringing back Rock in a Hard Place, which was a fan favorite. Real fun segment. Yeah, I like that do. one a lot. Uh, and we will end, as always, with Shelfer of the Week. So we will get right into it here quickly. Uh, Mo, what are you drinking this week? Dude, I'm bare bones right now. Yeah. Jess thinks I'm being dramatic, <laughs> but I have less than a case of beer in the fridge, and it's giving me anxiety. Oh, that's rough. Uh, right now I'm drinking Trillium Deciduous, which I actually sent as my toss-in beer with that the other the Trillium trade that I did. Okay. So I threw one of those in as like the you know random local beer that you throw in on a trade. Yeah. Um, Hopefully be drinking those monkish cans whenever they get here. Um, my truck delivery was just delayed, so who yeah. knows if it's coming today. But it sh- if not, it should be here tomorrow. Um, I do want to crack that CBS. Yeah, I've got a couple bottles of that from Yankee. Um, so I'm going to keep one in the cellar, and I was hoping to open one of those soon. Yeah. but Tell us a little bit about the CBS, the process of you getting it. That came out with Founders. We did a segment with Founders a yep. couple of shows ago about their barrel age series. We said they had one TBA. <laughs> It came out of CBS, which is the Canadian Breakfast Stout. Correct. Is that what it's called? They've done this before. Yeah. Um, I've actually never tried it, so I don't know if I've just continually missed the boat on this. Or... Uh, last one I heard was 2014. Okay. I just heard that today. There was one uh, that I saw a picture of. It was one year they released it as employees only. Okay. I think it was 2015 or maybe 2016, but the uh, the Mounties on a 
horse backwards, and he's shooting his gun, but it's just a rainbow that comes out of the gun. Oh, man. So it was like a cool little bottle, uh, but apparently that was employees only. So, yeah, CBS, limited release. Apparently Whole Foods got a, a bulk of the um, allocation for some reason. I don't know really? if they're like, a little they hold there. a lot of clout there or something, but apparently they got a bunch of it in this state. Um, but there were a handful of liquor stores that got you know a case here and there. Yankee, obviously, would be... My default. I, yeah. I assumed that they would get some. You're welcome for the free pub, Yankee. Yep, yep. I tried. <laughs> I tried Barry's. I tried Cardoza's. I tried uh, Douglas. Even Douglas didn't get any, which I was kind of surprised. They're kind of a big chain around here, so I thought yeah. they would. Uh, Yankee had it two per person. Twenty six dollars a bottle. Twenty five dollars, something like yeah, that. A little steep. Little steep. That is a pretty steep. hefty price for a seven fifty. But you know, just something that I'm excited to try. Um, mm-hmm. You know, never had it before, so like to see if the if the hype is real on that one, as yeah. they say. Yeah, well, that would be a throwback. I too am bare bones, Mo. I mean, I still have some good ones, but you know how it gets when you get toward the end of the stage. You don't want to drink them. Real hesitant. Yeah. The things I'm working my way through, I'm kind of slugging down those those triple IPA anniversaries from from Grace. Oh yeah, I still which, have like one of those left. I think. I think I've changed my uh, my opinion on those. I that's a rough beer. That's it's, a rough drinking beer. It's it's good it, to share. It drinks oddly, I will yeah, say. It's, it's the more I drink it, the more I'm like, I, I just, I don't know. Like it, it's good. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's a lot harsher than yeah. it was. I think at first, I'm tasting the booze a lot more. Yeah. Definitely. And it's, it's not as smooth as the first one. Maybe I was just on cloud nine, drinking I feel, it. Like I feel I, the same way. I was it's, just kind of excited in the moment. And um, so I am working my way through my stash. I'm blending that in with some four packs that I pick up from the liquor store. I'll explain more about that in the shelf for the week. Like literally blending them, like that one group. No, not literally, <laughs> not literally blending them like a cuvee, but You're right, right, uh, right. Like actually drinking, like you know, a four pack mixed with two good cans from my fridge. So I knew what you meant. Um, Mo's going to handle our local releases. We're going to switch it up today. I'm going to give it a shot. Mo's got a big slot of uh, local releases. Yeah, I got some so things. Mo, why don't you walk us down the uh, the week in local beer? All right, so I'll take you to a couple breweries that we don't really talk about a whole lot, and then a couple that we do. So um, let's go to Lamplighter first. We've talked about them on the show before. Um, they released uh, a Major Tom. It's a double IPA. They released this a little while ago, but apparently it was like a pre-order situation. Okay. Uh, you were able to um, kind of hold beer for you, and then you could go and pick it up. Uh, apparently they have a, a decent amount left. So they said that they do have a, a bunch of cases of Major Tom. It'll be available at the brewery starting today, uh, Thursday, and it'll be while supplies last. So yeah. could be today, could be tomorrow, could be Saturday, who knows. Um, they didn't say how much they had left. Um, but I thought that was kind of a cool release. Yeah, everything I've had from them has, has been great. Really good. So, yeah, I'd so like to go up there at some point, too. Definitely. Cambridge? Cambridge, Cambridge yeah. yeah. Which, Stone's Throw, I don't know why we haven't been. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so Night Shift had a bunch of things going on, so I kind of wanted to incorporate them uh, in our local releases. They're One Hop This Time series, and they do this all the time. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Ella before, uh, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. That's Cans and Draft there. Um, they're doing a bunch of cool... They always do cool bottles, um, but they have a, a Darkling and a Coffee Darkling, both Imperial Stouts, uh, aged in rye and whiskey barrels. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Coffee Darkling brewed with some coffee. Yeah. Um, that sounded really interesting. And then they also have a beer called Dibs, uh, another Imperial Stout. It's a collaboration with a brewery from the beautiful town of Naperville, Illinois. Great town. Solemn Oath Brewing Company. I don't know much about them, but a little collab from Night Shift with them. 
Oh, stout um, season. That's they what it is, man. Really, uh, really capitalized. And, and that's good. And Night Shift made a couple decent stouts that we had when they we went do. up there. We got I like the, uh, El Lechador. Is okay. it the one that they do with the Elbrus? poblano peppers? Elbrus is the other one. Elbrus I don't know if I had that one or if I... I have aging. Yeah, yeah I, the I have it in the cellar. Society. Um, yeah, they always do some good ones. They have uh, they have a coffee one that I can't... Awake, I think it's yep, called. Yeah, Awake's good. That's a, a good porter, beer. though, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, I've dark been beer that stuff. before. Baltic porter, porter. Yeah, whatever. Stout. It's, it's, all a, it's a dark beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's got um, bubbles in it. Yeah, so the next next brewery I wanted to talk about, um, I kind of learned about them accidentally. Uh, Skyrock Brewery in Attleboro, Mass. Again, another stone's throw. Interesting. Uh, found out by uh, about them from a Facebook video I saw. They were hosting a 50th birthday party the other day. And they had a guest uh, at the party who had sticky fingers mm. and decided to try to take a cask out the door. Not like a full cask, uh, more like a mini, super mini firkin. It was like, you know, uh, just one of those casks that you see sitting on a table. But he threw that in his jacket and walked out. So they, they kind of had a witty Facebook post that said, uh, we were happy to host the party but didn't realize we were buying the presents. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was kind of a clever way to shame this guy. What a um, tool. But it actually worked, dude. They got it back. Yeah, that, that's such a tool. <laughs> that's such well, a... they probably went to the guy that hosted the party. Right, and they were like, who's this guy? Or girl. And, uh, yeah, who is this guy? Because they obviously know him. I mean, what a, what what a, a stupid move. Stupid thing. But dirtbag move. Skyrock handled it really well. You see some people uh, mishandle situations like that on social media. So it was cool yeah. to see them kind of like poke fun at it. But they had a couple cool beers that they um, that they came out with recently. Um, they're doing their fifth edition of their Ten Mile Coffee Stout, which I thought was really cool. I didn't know anything about this brewery, like I said. Um, but their Ten Mile Coffee Stout is aged in Sons of Liberty Barrels, uh, which is a local distillery out of Kingston, Rhode Island. Yeah, right near the old proclamation. Exactly. So I, th- I thought that was kind of a a cool thing. Anytime you have a local brewery. Using something else local in their in their product, I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. Um, so that's on tap at the brewery starting today, um, and then they had a couple flagships, which you know I'm kind of interested to try now that I read the descriptions on them. Uh, they do a 14 carat golden ale, that's their flagship, 7.1 percent, and then they do the bigger brother version, kind of like a little cranky big cranky situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a 24 carat gold, nice, 8.6 um, percent. So I was kind of intrigued on those cool names. They that do cans cool. every now and then too. The cans are kind of cool looking too. I've never heard of Skyrock, and it's really not that far away. But not at all. That's interesting. You gotta check into it. Apparently, they were they uh, started last year. They okay. said established twenty sixteen. So um, another local brewery again, just a stone's throw. Uh, Shoveltown Brewery, Easton, Mass. Okay. Haven't been up here before, but I have communicated with the brewer a couple times. Um, actually said I could come and brew with him anytime I wanted to. I yeah, think I referenced I that, it. Yeah, he said he's going to put us to work, though. Yeah, he is going to put us to work. Maybe shy with, away. <laughs> right. I don't like work. Um, so they um, they have a Madagascar Vanilla Cream Ale on tap right now, which I thought was pretty sounded pretty cool. Uh, Washington Street Chocolate Porter. Mm. And they have, everybody's got to have a New England style IPA. Got you got to do it. Theirs is called Fly Away, um, and it's Citra Hopped. They're no dummies. They know Citra Hops work work with pretty much everything yeah um then they also have i would guess one of their flagship beers the shovel shop dipa uh with chinook cascade centennial and then again dry hopped with citra yeah that's a combo you don't see every day in the hop department yes dry hop with citra yeah gotta save it you know yeah exactly so they, they do cans from time to time too um but they uh they have a good tap selection every every day that they're open mm-hmm. check their hours because their hours are uh 
they're a little better now, but when they first opened, they're they're very new. When they first opened, they were kind of limited. Yeah. But they're they're open a lot more now. So go and check them out if you're in the area. Definitely, uh, definitely worth your time. I've had a couple beers from them. Solid. So. Well, you got tilted, uh, tilted barn. Was the other one you had listed in our email? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Tilted barn is the other uh, local release. Uh, Cactus and Raffy this week. Uh, Cactus they had 110 cases, so you can do two four packs. Raffi was one four pack per person, so they only have fifty five cases. That's so, pretty cool. That uh, they were in that article I posted in the group too. It was one of the eight breweries in the country to look yeah, for. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty that was cool. cool. Yeah, Gary posted and he thought it was a very cool thing. It is very very neat that honor and good to see them getting some recognition. Yeah, they're probably next to blow. I would think the yeah. next one to expand in they some. They need to expand. They desperately. need to expand. Uh, the only other thing I'll add to local releases is Bissell Brothers came out with a beer today called the the only reason why i said it was because the name's so cool nuclear whim with the fuse of a mile which is 7.6 okay. percent ipa just came out today really cool can i know we talked about can art last week i'll have to check that out i didn't see that so that is a good week of local releases thanks yeah. thanks for getting some uh some newer breweries in there i yeah. feel like we keep going to the hits. I mean, sure. Trillium put out two new beers this week as well. Don't even but get mentioned. Pom Pom, and then what was the other one there? Yeah, Covered in, covered with Bunnies? Covered yeah, in covered Bunnies? Puppies. Puppies, that's yeah, what it was. So yeah. that was a double IPA. The Pom Pom was a, a milk stout. But, again, we give Trillium love every week. I feel like they're just going to keep putting out beers, and it could become a Trillium podcast. Yeah. Did, you, did you see the reasoning for the name of that beer? Which one? The, the Covered in Puppies? No. Uh, I guess the owner, JC, went to Sweden or Denmark, whoever the collaboration is with. Okay. Um, and he found that a lot of people have a lot of love for David Hasselhoff there still. Wow. So apparently there's the like a slow lot of... burn. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're just like behind the times or whatever. But I guess he saw a lot of like pictures and old art of like him up on bar walls and things like that. And there was an iconic picture of David Hasselhoff. It's very strategically covered in puppies. Oh, my goodness. So that you wouldn't see any of the good bits. And uh, apparently he was just like, that's got to be the name of a beer because that's amazing. So covered in puppies. Well, they are still pumping stuff out. Oh, yeah. Um, that is it for our local releases. But we will get into a couple of house cleaning items. Big week in Rhode Island beer. Uh, big month in Rhode Island beer, I'd Hell like yeah. to say. Uh, Proclamation opened their new spot. We talked a little bit about it um, this last week. They had really cool pictures that looked a lot like Bissell Brothers to me. Yeah. Had the big name and um, a psychedelic kind of painting yeah. on the wall. Yep. They played Sharknado, which is very hipster of them. They also had some cool like pictures on That's the wall. Hilarious. They had some new bottles, uh, Mo, you had listed here. What did they come out with on their opening night? And they still have some of these this weekend, right? Yes. Uh, so they did, you know, they do cans all the time. They had Tendril, uh, Ethereus. Uh, derivative mosaic. Okay. And bros. 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 Nice. And then the bottle that they had really cool, and they actually still have it now. Um, your hallucination ravings. Yeah. It's a collaboration with Burlington Beer Company. That's so uh, cool. It's a it's a sour. I think they called it a farmhouse ale or a wild ale technically, um, and it's used with it's made with Brettanomyces and. Uh, yeast cultures from both breweries. Yeah. We so found, they both I found had an opportunity this. to kind of put their own flair on it. I found out about this literally on the drive home after we recorded last week. Joe uh, sent me a yeah, message right. and said, exactly. oh, just wanted to let you know there might be a golden sour coming out with a yeah. collaboration with BBC. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You couldn't have told me this an hour sooner. Yeah, and then he posted the picture that he got one. So yeah. Really so cool. I hope... Um, Thanks, Joe. 
we're going to head out there this weekend yeah. to visit the next brewery that we're going to talk about here. Uh, but hopefully we can stop by Proclamation, get some beer. Um, just a couple four-packs, nothing crazy, but I would love to get that bottle and try it out because I'm a big fan of Burlington Beer Company. And I'm not going to say big fan of BBC. But <laughs> I, just, I, I just wish you had. That would have been great. I just said it anyway. Uh, I, don't uh, know if that I, I don't even know if I would have caught that. Big that fan of hilarious. Burlington Beer Company. Also a big fan of Proclamation. Their sour program is really cool. Can't wait to see what they do with that new aging room. But our next brewery that we'll talk about just opened. Uh, they haven't even opened yet. They will open this weekend. Uh, Buttonwoods Brewery. Oh, yeah. We had Morgan Clark Snyder Jr. on the show, episode well 20. Yep. Uh, we did a full interview with him. He was great. He was fantastic. They opened their doors this weekend, um, the 9th, which is Saturday, Very at exciting. high noon. High noon. Yeah, they go from 12 to 9, stop by. Mo and I will be there with a gang of people. Yep. We're going to try some beers. We're going to go to support Morgan. We're really excited about it. Uh, not just to support, but to also drink the outstanding beers that he yeah. has. Um, he might not even remember who we are. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be shocked if he did it. Oh, we well. go to shake his hand, and he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. and you are... Oh, man. But what are they going to have on tap, Mo, this, uh, at the opening? So we teased a couple of these in the, uh, in the interview with him. They, he's going to do the coming out swinging. Okay. That'll be his, his uh, entry IPA. Yeah. Um, he's going to do the old Gertie. Okay. This is a kettle sour that he's doing with blueberry. Sounds phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, named after his truck. Yeah, which we'll play later. Yep. And then Almost There, that's the Belgian-style Saison yep. that he's trying to uh, duplicate the Saison DuPont. Yeah. And then I think you alluded to this before. This is their what he's going to use as like his rotating series. Yeah, his, this is a rotating hop series. So Learning Curve, yeah. which is a cool name for it. Uh, this one will be with Chinook Cops. So, so. we're going to play a little segment of his interview here. He kind of explains the naming of each one of these beers. So we'll play that here just to kind of retouch on the interview. Uh, so tell us about the beers we're drinking now. We both have uh, an IPA. Yep. You said we, you all, have, uh, we all have the IPA, We actually. all have the IPA. Yeah. Great. Coming, so, out, coming out swinging. Coming, coming out, swinging. out swinging. Where do you come up with the names for your beers? Uh, kind of the inspirations of just anything? Is it a... They, so all, all the naming schemes is kind of... Most of them come off, off the cuff. I come up with a concept or an idea or I, I see an ingredient and kind of piece it together. Um, so coming out swinging was kind of a joke on the fact that um, we're gonna we're gonna open soon and I wanna have a beer that's coming out swinging. You know, we wanna put our best foot forward kind of yeah. deal. Uh, so I thought it was a nice little uh, jab at that. Uh, and so when I, when I came up with the concept, I decided that the best way to do it was to dry hop the shit out of it with Galaxy. Because yeah. yep. <laughs> who doesn't love a Galaxy exactly. dry hop exactly. beer? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I, I came up with the concept, found some Galaxy hops on the spot market, and it was one of my first couple of brews. Uh, the other beer I have uh, already ready to go is called Almost There. And there, this is a twofold kind of joke. Uh, Almost There, uh, the original name for Almost There came from the fact that Saison uh, DuPont is hands down one of my favorite beers. Um, <laughs> I freaking love that beer. We were talking about that before the show. We were trying to come up with some beers, and we're like, all right, maybe that would be we'll, a good one. We'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's like my Desert Island beer, that or Orval. Um, so uh, it's one of my favorite beers, and I, when I first started brewing Saisons, uh, my biggest problem was like they, they were, you know, I was trying to make a Saison pun, and every time it, it came out of the out of fermenter and carbonate, I was like, 
yeah, this isn't what I wanted. Um, so this this version of it was is kind of a play on that of a it's almost there yeah to being the saison de pomp but it's not quite uh, and this is a, one of my earlier pilot batches I probably first brewed this about a year ago uh, as a pilot and it's since then turned into my my kind of catchphrase if you will uh, whenever whenever anyone stops by and sees how we're doing I'm like oh we're working on it we're almost there we're gonna get there yeah you know and it's always we're almost there we have this this left to do it's, we're almost there we're almost there and it's kind of been like the joke and story of how this brewery started it's always almost there and hopefully realistically speaking we actually are almost there yeah but there's still time for something to go terribly awry <laughs> do, you, do you see yourself continuing to brew that saison as kind of like one of your staples or is that something no. that you no. hope to just be changing it up all the time i i have no intention to uh, within like from from opening day until uh the one year anniversary i'm hoping to never brew the same beer twice oh that's cool okay. um, like right now, so like even in the fermenters right now, I have a beer called Lionheart. Um, Lionheart is a, is another saison. It's brewed with Rhode Island State hops that I got from a, a farmer. Um, I'm totally blanking on the name of the city right now. Uh, just across the bay, um, the guy's name is uh, Olson Olson and Son Hop Yards, okay. and um, just has a little small. It started as a little small farm, and like he just grew hops in his front yard, and it blew up into something bigger than it was, than it is, and it's still growing. And people are interested. And the hops are pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I took a bunch of those and threw them in late edition. And uh, his son has, is a special needs kid, and he's he's in a wheelchair and uh, has a lot of medical issues. Yeah. Um, I can't. I, I'm not really f- able to go into the details of what it is because yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, his hashtag on social media is Liam the Lion. So I took that concept as like, well, this is this is Olson's hops. This is their hops. So I'll I'll do Lionheart uh, as the name. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. That's really a cool uh, cool homage. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, my my naming scheme is all really just kind of off the cuff. I got a, a beer in there called Old Dirty. It's named after my truck. My friend told me, <laughs> I have a 1997 Ford, uh, Ford Ranger. Awesome car. It's just old as shit and falling apart. So when I was trying to figure out a name, my friend was like, you have to name it some really old name, like an old lady's <laughs> name. Um, and I decided it was Gertrude. Um, and she's, she's a saucy old minx, so she's got to be Gertrude. Yeah. But her, all of her friends call her Old Gertie. So <laughs> I made a blueberry Berliner Weiss called Old Gertie. So that was Morgan kind of explaining a couple of his beers. Uh, he goes through the old Gertie. He comes through coming out swinging. Almost there. I'm not sure he mentioned the learning curve in that no, segment. No, he didn't. Uh, he doesn't have Lionheart on here, which oh, he mentioned. Yeah, yeah, he does too. mention that in the interview, but I don't see that on his list. Uh, the full interview, again, can be heard on episode 20 if you want to go back and download that if you haven't listened to it already. But we will be at Buttonwoods Brewery this weekend sometime in the afternoon. Introduce yourself if you do see us. Probably have some noob gear on. 530 Definitely. Wellington Ave, Cranston Rhode, Cranston, Rhode Island. It's in an old mill. Uh, right off of 95. Has a big water tower on the top. You can't miss it. Come support Morgan. He's a great guy. And support your local brewers. Um, and that is where we will be this weekend. And we want to transition into uh, a big announcement for the show uh, with a segment called Cold Beer Good Read. We've done this in the past. 
We are men of uh, leather-bound books. We like the <laughs> smell of mahogany. Yeah. We like a good scotch. We also like a good beer. Of and course. we like to read. So we post from time to time some great articles on our Facebook page, which is NEWBD, New England Weekly Beer Discussion on Facebook. You can join the group. we got to make a fan page, Mo. I didn't realize this. We don't even have a fan page. So we got to make one of those. Okay. Might uh, transition better for us, but... The group is something that we have people post pictures of their beers, things they're reading about, topics they want to talk about, ways they can interact with the show. We posted this past week an article that we had a chance to be a part of called All I Want for Christmas is Beer with 990 WBOB, which is the radio station that we will be a part of coming up in January. Since Which I kind of messed up the first show. No, you didn't mess it up, Mo. It just got pushed back. Right. You know, we, we wanted a fresh beginning in 2018. Yeah, we did. We wanted that. <laughs> um, so, All I Want for Christmas and Beer was pretty cool concept. Yeah. They came to us and said, what are beers that you want to see under the Christmas tree this holiday season? And it was a, a great exercise. We always talk about how this show is a good exercise, kind of therapeutic. Yeah. And to be able to write down beer and, and kind of think of what, what do I really want to try? Yeah. Was, was fun for me. And without getting too much into it, because, you know, we want you to go and read it. Yeah. Um, it was cool how you took it differently than I did. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Everybody like, did. Yeah. It I mean, everybody had, cool. like, their own kind of take on just what the question meant in yeah. general, since it was kind of broad like that. So, yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was cool just to see what the other guy, I didn't know what they wrote yeah. until I actually read the article. So, it was cool to see, like, what they were kind of hoping for. And, uh, you know, the whales that they were searching for and things like that. It was cool. Yeah. And Good it, read. It's a pretty quick read. It's only four or five paragraphs. Yeah. Check it out. It's pretty cool. And it gets you acclimated to uh, the Liquid Lunch page on 990WBOB. A lot of cool stuff on there. And that's something we'll be featured on. We're going to try to write some beer reviews, which is harder than you might think. You know, you don't go. Yeah. It's hard to sit down with a laptop, drink a beer, and write a review about it. we got to do that fireplace bananas. It, yeah, most of the time you're doing it passing. We do have to do that. we got to, like, sit down and, like, drink that and yeah, do a review of it. and enjoy it. So uh, the big show announcement uh, is our show on WBOB 990. will be January 9th, the pilot show, Tuesday at 9 p.m., we will post all the information teasing you up to that. We're going to have some New Year's resolutions on the show. Definitely. We'll do a year in review on the beer releases in New England. We'll also have to kind of acclimate our new audience into the show as well. Yep. Uh, but hopefully it's good for both of us. We've talked about this before, a good partnership with both. And uh, we hope to have some good guests on that show as well. Yeah. Well, so, I think we, I mean, we had somebody lined up for that first show, unfortunately. You know, or fortunately, I guess I... You know, we had a kid, so yeah. we had to push yeah. that back. But yeah. um, I did have a, a, a cool guest lined up for that first show, so hopefully he'll come back and, oh, and sure. do something with us I'm again. I'm sure. If not, I mean, we have some other people too. But that'll be exciting. Uh, hopefully we can do that once or twice a month going forward. But we'll yeah. keep you apprised of that, as always. But we will continue on iTunes too. Definitely. Um, as always. So that is Cold Beer Good Read. And we will go into a fan favorite. This is a great, great segment. One of the funnest segments on the show. It's rocking a hard place, Mo. I like this one because when you don't tell me what to expect, <laughs> you really do put me uh, well, in I, that place. You I know? gave you a couple of things to Yeah, expect. but that, you know, not really any very details. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to set the stage here, Mo. I <laughs> asked Mo three very difficult questions that a beer drinker might find themselves in. Sure. Um, we've all been here, but... I want to put Mo in here. Mo has to use his beer knowledge, his beer acumen, uh, human animalistic instinct Ooh, okay. to get out of these situations. Yeah, I like that. Um, 
So number one, Mo, if you're ready to play. Go, let's do you're it. Ready to play Rock and Hard Place. Screw it. Um, so you attend a restaurant, uh, a restaurant party, let's say. I, okay. I don't want to say an opening for a restaurant or something like that, but you go out with friends, family. You're kind of in a situation where you have to drink what the restaurant has available. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, this is a situation that a lot of craft beer drinkers get into. Go to a restaurant that really doesn't offer anything great. Mm. This brewery, not brewery, this restaurant happens to offer any selection of Sam Adams or Harpoon beer. Okay. Of their entire collection. Holy hell. That's the one thing that they offer, which really isn't that bad if you think about it. You, I mean, it's not It could be worse off. It could be worse off. So, Mo. You get this menu. What beer are you picking? Okay, so you want? Do you want one from each portfolio? You can or? do one from each. I I, I was going to say either one because this is. Okay. I could see a be- I could see a restaurant having a ton of Sam Adams, True. but also having some different harpoons on it. Yep. But I just wanted to give you an array, so maybe somebody out there might be looking for a harpoon okay. or a Sam Adams. Um, the Sam. If I had to pick a Sam Adams, I mean, kind of a maybe an easy choice would be the New England IPA because I haven't had that yet. Okay, me either. I, I've seen actually some decent reviews on it that uh-huh. it's that it's decent. So, um, I'd probably like to have that. Uh, let's just assume for the sake of argument that they, they don't have that though. Okay. Um, so I think I would probably go with uh the Sam Adams Winter Lager. Okay. That's probably my favorite beer from them. I do like Winter Lager from them. Winter Lager, it's it's a great winter beer. It kind of, I feel like it warms you up. Mm -hmm. I wait for it every year. It's the one Sam Adams beer that I will have just about every year. When I go out, I'll I'll have one. Yeah. Um, And then I'm over it. It does have a pretty good spice to it. Yeah. It's it's kind of a creamy mouthfeel as well. It's a pretty well done lager. I like that. I like that beer a lot. Um, But if I had to go with a Harpoon offering... Um, honestly, I'm really not a huge fan of anything from Harpoon. Uh, their Flannel Friday is decent. That's okay. like their Oktoberfest, like fall seasonal beer. Um, and the UFO series is kind of all over the place. They do make a Winter Blonde that's pretty good. Yeah. And their Huckleberry I Hefeweizen. Okay. I mean, maybe I would go with that. That's kind of, I don't know, it's like kind of purpley in color and, I don't know, just kind of weird maybe. Not too bad. I wouldn't be too... In- uh, thrilled about any of that, really. Yeah, I mean, Harpoon, I think, has the better IPA offering than Sam Adams. Yeah. I'm not a huge that fan of the Rebel is. IPA from Sam. No, I think it's a little too sharp. I don't like that beer at all. Uh, but I don't mind, like, Harpoon, like, Wanamango or something yeah. like that. That's not really that bad. A Harpoon IPA is just, like, it's whatever. I mean, it's a stockhouse IPA. I'd yep. probably go with that. No frills to it, nothing special, but I, I could I could definitely sit through a harpoon IPA. What's that? What's that harpoon that has a little tiger on the bottle? Uh, that's uh, another one of their IPAs. I but thought that was just their regular IPA. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm getting confused. I don't know. Um, but but that all right. That you got your way out of that first one. But they okay. they obviously increase in difficulty. Yeah, this you clue this clue that you gave me for the second one. You guys can't see the paper in front of me. Obviously, his clue for the second one is off the cuff. Yeah, I wanted you so, to have nothing. I'm I literally you to have blind nothing on nothing getting yeah. into this question. So, Mo, I'll set the stage for you. Okay, you here have we go. a friend at work, okay? Not a very good friend, but a friend. Okay. You know he drinks beer, sure. some high class beer. Ooh. Maybe he goes to a brewery from now, now and then. Okay, I like this guy. He calls you about a last minute beer share that he's having with some friends. Okay, it starts in 30 minutes. Okay. Now you, as you said, you're down to a case of beer in the fridge. Yeah, I'm hurting. You have next to nothing. 
I will give you three options. Options three, you might say, for the okay. sake of this game. Um, you have the option of heading to the liquor store, okay, which is just five minutes down the road, risking embarrassing yourself. Yeah. And bringing a, a shelter, shelter of the week, maybe a stable shelter of the week, um, to bring to this beer share. You have the opportunity to head out to a brewery. Which is 45 minutes away, making you an hour late for this share, potentially missing some of the big dogs to start the share, as you've, you've been accustomed to. Um, but you do get to bring some fresh beer. Yeah. Or you have the option, Mo, of hitting your cellar for your cellar-age stuff and bringing a bottle when you really don't know the quality of beer that's going to be at this share. Mm, that's pretty good. Mo, what's your option? What are you picking? Uh, I'm going to go with cellar stuff. Uh, wow, just right off the cup, just just right off the. <laughs> I, that's what I would do because honestly, I have some things in my cellar um, that are not super rare beers. Okay, they're just beers that I want to let sit for a little while and and run with. Actually, I have a, a beer from Harpoon, uh, Nana's Nightcap. Yeah, I think it's limited, called. Honestly, bottle. I would probably bring that. Okay, um, as like a yeah, some liquor stores got it. It's not like a rare thing, but. You know, it's not something that every store in the world has. Um, I also have, yeah, just a couple other things in there that I wouldn't be super bummed if, you know, if I brought it and then the best beer was that, you know. Okay, good answer. Yeah, good I, answer. I definitely would not do the brewery. Yeah. Because I, I you don't want to be late to a beer share. No, Because then you not. see the empty, there's nothing worse than showing up to a beer share and you, you're late and you see the list of the beers, like the cans and bottles and stuff <laughs> that they've gone through, and you're like, I can't believe I missed that yeah, one. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to try that one. Yeah. And you're like shaking the can to see if there's anything left in it, but of course there's not, and that, I just don't want to do that. That is the worst. Plus, you're a co-host of a critically acclaimed beer podcast. You can't show up with just shelfers. Yeah. See, you can't I, do it. I, I do that when I'm with you guys. Yeah. That, I mean, that's like that's like a different world. If it's going to be like people that I don't know, maybe I'm trying to impress them. Hey, maybe they even know about the podcast. And you're like, wow, this guy just showed up with Shipyard Finder. Yeah. To a beer share. That's, yeah. Wow, <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> Couldn't find that. Unsubscribe. <laughs> so, well, yeah, you don't. That, that was an admirable answer. I'll, I'll Thank give you, you. that. I, I'm not sure what I would have done. I definitely wouldn't head to the brewery because I'm not an hour late for anything. No, no, I, definitely I not. I cannot stand it. I might go. And find some kind of crazy shelf, or maybe an Allagash 750 or something like that. Yeah, that I mean, I that's could not pass a bad off. way. Yeah, that I could, or maybe you know what I've seen also at some beer shares, bottle of scotch. You bring a change of pace there. That's hey, this not just a bad came move. Out, that's not uh, a bad Johnny move. Walker select cast yep. type of move. Yep. And then you're like, wow, that's a good change of pace, and yep. everyone kind of digs it. And yep. then you're that guy. You know what I mean? That's 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 maybe that's like the option that was, four that, that yeah. you didn't give me. That was that would have been like for extra credit. That was blindside. I just, nice. I just blindsided you right All there. Right. Uh, number three. Last last thing, Mo. What did I ask you to do? For this number three. Number three. It says pick a beer in your fridge. Okay. Uh, go for it. You tell me. <laughs> but there's no pretext for there's it. There's no pretext. I wanted you to pick a beer in your fridge. Okay. Um, I have an <laughs> Almanac Grand Cru uh, Reserve Sour. Um, I'll go with that. It's a 750. It's from last year. I've been saving it for Jess. Okay. If you're going to do something <clears throat> bad to this bottle, at the very least, it was just for her. <laughs> well, Mo, this is the giving season, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the holiday season. Okay. I want... This is a really telling time, okay? I want you to pick 
a friend, a colleague, a co-worker yep. that you would be willing to give this beer to? I'd give the beer to you. To me? Yeah, of course. That that says a lot about it. Well, the hell I give it to? <laughs> that says a lot about it. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, do I have to go outside, like... Yeah, outside I mean, the show. Let's do it for the practice. Let's let's do it outside the practice. Okay. Because you know the different amount of people. Uh, you know, some people will appreciate the beer. Some people yeah, won't. That's what true. will you get in return? Maybe it may factor into this. Right, right. But it is the gimmick season. Would you? You know, people that like sours might want to try sours. I just kind of wanted to put you in a predicament of parting with a beer in your fridge, <laughs> with, expecting nothing in return. Um, if, I mean, if I wasn't going to give it to you, I'd probably give it to Danielle at work. Okay. Uh, she's a general manager I work with at the Cask and Pig. Um, she's into some sour beers, uh, so she'd probably get a kick of it. It's kind of like, I think it's aged in red wine barrels or something, too, so I expect it's going to have like kind of like a wine feel to it. Okay. Um, so I, I think it would be something that she would appreciate, too. So, I mean, if I, if I couldn't give it to you, I'd, I'd give it to Danielle. Almanac Sours, great stuff. Yeah. And this really, was, really good this was one of those, like, I don't even know why I bought it. I think I bought it I bought it last year at Moonshine down the Cape, and I just saw it. It has, like, like weird art all over it. And yeah. I was like, oh, Jess would love this. She loves Almanac Sours. And I think I brought it up to the front, and the guy was, like, $28 or something, and I was too embarrassed to put it back yeah, yeah. so i was just like oh yeah i'll take all these and i ended up spending like 95 dollars when i wanted to spend 30 oh, so i think that's how i ended up with it but well not bad mo you survived another round i did rocking a hard place those are fun i like not knowing things that is fun uh, i'm gonna post those questions to the facebook group get some fan interaction yeah see if you guys could handle the situation as maturely and as professionally as Mo did here. Well, you know, I'm a seasoned professional now. I'm 24, <laughs> on the show. 24 episodes now. That's so. true. And we will end, as always, with Shelfer of the Week. Uh, again, big battle on Facebook about Shelfie versus Shelfer. I don't clearly Shelfer. It's obviously Shelfer. Like, we invented the term. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got into an argument with uh, one um, guest co-host at one time. Yeah, yeah. Again, and I had him Google the word Shelfie. Came up pictures of shelves. <laughs> I got him Google the word shelfer, and actually it linked back to our podcast like nine times. So, nice. So basically, he's wrong. I'm right. Is what I'm saying. Uh, and as long as it's linked to the podcast, we are forever in the right. Right. Uh, so we will go as always with shelfer of the week. It's a rite of passage that we go to our local liquor store, find a beer we find suitable for you to try. We want you to try new things. We want you to not be in dire need if you didn't get a chance to get to a brewery or you are at the bottom of the barrel like Mo and I. Yep. Um, so, Mo, what are you going to do for your show for the week this week? This? All right. We've done 24 shows. We were just talking about this. Yep. 24 shows. This is my favorite show for the week. Okay. And not for the reason that you would think. This is my favorite show for the week because I didn't have to get it. Okay. I like that. Jay actually got it for me. Jay has been making Shelf of the Week for I know. a long time. He's made so, at least the last four. So, Call of Duty just came out. I don't yeah. know which freaking one it was. I think it's a World War II. But anyways, yeah. all the guys World, bought it. Yeah, sure. So everybody's scrambling around, like, downloading the patch and, you know, making sure that headphones work and shit. And I guess Jay plugged in his headphones and they don't work. Yeah. So he posted in the in the group chat. He was like, anybody have headphones? I, ironically, not a gamer at all, yeah. did have a pair of very good working headphones that I bought like a year or two ago. Um, don't need them. So I said, buy me a four-pack of beer. We'll call it even. Yeah. So he bought me a four-pack of Stillwater because he's been into them lately. And yeah. they really don't have anything bad that I've tried any tried anyways. Um, he got me a four-pack of Stillwater Insetto. Okay. Um, it's Italian for insect. Uh, 
All right. Yep. I'll, so I'll go with it. Yep. It's an American wild ale. It's a dry hopped sour with Italian plums. Five hmm. percent. Uh, it's tart, not super sour, but yeah. it's got tartness. Uh, get like grape like flavors. Yeah, obviously, that's the plum. Yeah. But it kind of reminds me of grape because I don't really know what plums t- taste like. I haven't had a plum in like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> um, reminded me of champagne because it was so sparkly. Yeah. It was very like very uh, carbonated. Nice. And uh, yeah, it was really good. I, I gave it a good rating on on Untapped. I didn't notice what it was rated on Untapped, but shout out to Jay because he's been he's been doing his homework lately. He's been going to craft beer cellar. Yeah. He tells me in yeah, Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. He's been spending time in Plymouth for whatever reason. On the girl there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to that girl. Yeah, shout out to Jay. Jay likes girl. you. Yeah, so. get it in, Jay. Uh, but, no, yeah, he's a big Stillwater fan. Um, Good and, stuff. Yeah, he, he's got some great can. He always brings a new can every time, which is the sign of a guy that's trying, which yep. is really cool. Absolutely. Um, I have two that, that may or may not have been shelf for the week in the past, so I'm just going to go with both. Yeah, fuck it. That way, um, if you are out, see if you can find either of these beers. Last night, I went to the liquor store. I was going to a friend's house. I got a four-pack of You Thirsty mm-hmm. from Revival. I think we talked about this in the past. We did Extra Thirsty. Yep. We mentioned that on the show, yep. which was the triple IPA. You Thirsty is a, uh, it says New England IPA. It's a little more malt back than it is New England IPA, yeah. but it does say that. Six and a half percent. It's good, not great, very drinkable, but it's, it's a pretty delightful beer that you can get on the shelf uh, compared to some of the other stuff. Like we've said before, you'll never be disappointed by a revival, but yeah. you have yet to really be like absolutely blown away by one. I I was by uh, extra thirsty. Yeah, that I one was pretty good. Was, was really really good. good. Uh, and the next one, uh, co-host, uh, guest co-host uh, Colin brought up on the show a couple weeks ago. Melvin, mm. he talked about the two by four, which was the double IPA that they put out. Their brewery out of Wyoming, they put out a beer uh, called Hubert, yeah, which is uh, in a blue can delicious IPA. I get a lot of fruit out of it, even though it's clear. It's not really New England based. Um, it's got a nice sharpness. I get a lot of good fruity notes out of it. <clears throat> Some other ones to look for, they do have a, a Melvin IPA, uh, which comes in a green can. It's a little more potent, about a 7.5%er. Uh, it's a little sharper, but a, a good crisp IPA. I like the Hubert, which is they call an MPA, which is a Melvin Pale Ale. Really, really good stuff. They also have a beer called Asterisk, uh, yep. which has been out. I haven't seen it anywhere, but I've heard it's out. We have and the Hubert on tap at the cask right now. And 2x4 was out, was our shelf of the week a couple weeks ago when we had the guest co-host. Uh, great call by Colin there. Uh, I would have really never tried it had I had he not mentioned it. Really, really good stuff. I've been really impressed by them. And exciting that we can get it in liquor stores. 12-ounce cans. Yeah. Comes in a six-pack, but still... Good, good stuff. stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like 13, 14 bucks. Not too bad. Doesn't bang you up too much. But nope. that's all we got this week. Uh, hopefully, you come out to Buttonwoods Brewery this weekend and we run into you. We'll also probably be a proclamation. Might go to Long Live. We will see where we end up. I have to go to Long Live. I told you. I need a gift card. I hear you. Christmas presents. You know, Christmas is coming. It's a given season. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, happy holidays from us here at Noob. We'll see you next week. Yep. And, I'll be here. Um, that's it. Yep. Thanks. See you.
And that was Morgan explaining uh, how he named some of his beers that are going to be... Wow, I really messed that up. I was just tired of it. (laughs) (laughs) At least that was a good time to do it. So that was Morgan kind of explaining...